Good morning, church. It is my pleasure to welcome you into the presence of God. Hallelujah. Naira or no Naira, you made it to church. I want you to pray, to salute yourself for making it to church. Hallelujah. Mm. Today is our hymn and prayer worship service, and you've experienced part of it. Bible tells us we must not forget the old landmarks. Um, here, what we want to do is to present a balanced worship so that it fits the entire tapestry of the faithfuls. Some people like hymns, like me. I love hymns, so I love the hymn and worship service. And then some people do worship. Whoever you are, whatever you are, we've got something in here for you at Grace Assembly. Can we bless the name of the Lord? Can we salute Grace Chorale too? This morning affords us another opportunity to delve into the immutable word of God. And the Bible tells us that that word is quick, sharp, and powerful. Quick in the sense that its application will bring about a quick transformation to anyone that listens and applies. Sharp because it cuts very deep. It pierces. The Bible tells us it cuts asunder. It removes the chaff. And it's powerful. Because when applied, it enables you to live a victorious life above all situations. The problem is our ability to apply this word. The Bible says a man who hears the word and does not apply it like one that beholds his face in the mirror. And once he leaves it, he quickly forgets what he looks like. How many of us have looked in the mirror this morning? How many of us? Truthfully, you looked in the mirror. And it's like you're not forgetting what you're wearing. If you're a lady, forgetting the color of your lipstick. Forgetting what your hair looks like. That's what the Bible says to us. How possible is that? How many of us, like I said, looked in the mirror and you still remember what you look like today? So, truthfully, many of us have applied, how many of us have applied the word this season? The word of this season, insight, truthfully, truthfully, be honest. How many of us have applied? Insight, insight. I wish today were uh, uh, Wednesday so that I can give you the microphone and you can tell me how exactly have you applied this word? Hello? People of God, are you with me this morning? How many of us have applied the word? Only how many? Only half of us. So why do you come to church? Guess what? Guys, we are not here to entertain you. If you want entertainment, go to AY Life on Easter Sunday or Alibaba show. We are not here to entertain you. Neither are we here to display our eloquence or have a parade in fashion. See what pastor wore today. That's not why we are here. The reason why we are here is so that you can break through. If you do not break through, you do not justify our efforts. If you do not break through, our labor is in vain. Thank God I'm not the senior pastor. The senior pastor is sitting there. Guess what? He's going to be held accountable for each and every one of you. On that day, 
not what he has done. God is going to open the book and ask him, how? I gave you this word. I gave you this ship. So please, can I beg you, please? I beg. When you come to church, come with your whole body. Come with your mind. Come with your presence. Imagine that on the day you are asked to make an announcement, the way Pastor Steve does it with his entire being, that's what you do. Don't fool around. Don't joke. This is not a theater. This is the house of God. Why do you come? You might as well sit at home. Hello? Now you don't like me anymore. But it doesn't matter if you don't like me. I'm telling you the truth. Why do you come to church? If you don't understand, come on Wednesday. If you don't understand, come to the pastor's office and say, oh God, I didn't understand that. I cost any of the pastors. So that we can break it down. Bible says that when Jesus wanted to feed the 5,000, he handed it to his disciples. He said, what? Tell them to sit down. That's why you are not listening to the sermon standing. We can tell you to stand. That's why you are doing what? Sitting down. So that you allow us to break the bread of life and we give to every one of you. And guess what? When that happened, there was no shortage. There was no scarcity. Indeed, there was an abundance. If you want an abundance in your life, sit down, listen to what we are saying, and God will help you in the name of Jesus. If you want to clap, clap. If you don't want to clap. <laughs> so, for those who are not here, allow me quickly, because my time is short. Let me back up a bit. Please give me the original slide for insight. Just maybe because you are not here. The original, the very first, which defined what insight is. Read with me. Insight is what? The power of seeing through seemingly complex things, people, and situations. Do you remember this slide? Some of you should make it even your screensaver. Some of you should print it and you should put it up somewhere. And Pastor Steve says it. You know, the difference between your success and your not so successful is the power of your insight that you apply. Now, let me explain it to you like this. When you buy a Tokumbo car, hmm? That that Tokumbo car that you bought and you are celebrating eh, was built or was sold 10 years ago. That means it took you 10 years to have the insight to buy the car. Do you, are you following me? As I'm speaking, Mercedes-Benz S-Class 2024 is already, some people have ordered it. Then you ordered the Mercedes-Benz 2024 in 2034 and you are doing Thanksgiving. It took you 10 years to get the insight to buy the car. 
because somebody caught the insight and bought it even before the manufacturers started rolling it out. And guess what? Grace Assembly, those who did it don't have two heads. As a matter of fact, you enjoy better grace than them. The only problem you have is that you are not applying it. And nature abhors a vacuum. So when you sit there and you criticize the man of God, you criticize the church, and yet you do nothing. You sit down there, the word comes. In fact, by now you should even have spiritual constipation. Some of you need to get spiritual laxative because the word that is inside of you is even choking you. Let's tell ourselves the truth this morning. It's choking you. While you are busy talking, eh? look at them. Choir. We are wearing yellow robe. Don't they know this season is supposed to be blue? Don't even mind them. People are doing their own and they are getting past. Do you understand? You are in the ministry of talking. Ministry of rebelling. Ministry of God. You are even looking for people to recruit. Have you, did you hear the word that pastor preached today? In fact, is that a word? Joko Sibe. Joko Sibe. 2024. May you not still be in your problems in the name of Jesus. So if you are sleeping, wake up. Wake up. This morning, wake up. I'm not here to give you. Now, look, whether you like it or not. In fact, let me tell you something. Whether you like it or not, by force, my mother used to use one word by two last. You must break through 2023. Whether you like it or not. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the last time I was here, I spoke about a blind beggar whom Jesus met on the way to Jericho. And that was in Luke 18. There's another account of it in Matthew 20, and it runs from 29 to 34. Uh, I chose the living trans, New Living Translation. But I'm not going to go fully into it because um, of time. While Matthew talks about one beggar, um, while Luke talks about one beggar, Matthew talks about two beggars. And, but the in, what happened is the same. They were there and were asking just by the roadside on the way to Jericho. And Jesus came back and they started shouting. There are two slides that caught my attention in what Pastor has been uh, sharing. And the first one is cry for insight. Give me that slide. Proverbs 2.3, New Living Translation. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. This morning, one of the first things I need you to do to break through, cry for insight, just like those beggars, they told them, Shut up, shut up. Do you not know that the savior is going by? He doesn't like noise. But Bible tells us that they, 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 they cried out even louder to the extent that they caught the attention of Jesus. Rather than singing our traditional hymn this morning. You're going to cry out to God for insight. You're going to cry out. 
I'm going to lead you in crying out. The hymn goes thus. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. And it is the refrain that catches my attention. And it says, Savior, Savior. Hear my humble cry. Let's go. I don't need to invite you. I, I, you are still sitting down. Hey, you don't know what you're here for. You are still sitting down.
And may the Lord hear our cry this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. May he come down to meet us at every point of our needs in the name of Jesus. Amen. I do not know what you cried about, but by the unction, by my standing on the altar of God this morning, every cry that you have rendered this morning, you will receive an answer in the name of Jesus. Amen. What you have asked for, you will receive in the name Amen. of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. You can put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, our master organist. Please be seated. The second slide that has caught my attention is that one which says, Gain Insight. Gain Insight. And this was released, I believe, on Tuesday or Wednesday. I believe, sir. Tuesday it was released. on. And if you are here on Wednesday, the man of God broke it down. He said, Gain means to add that you did not have it before. You did not have it before. You lacked it. So he, he, he put it like insight is not something, I don't know the phrase he used, but he said something like it's not something you just kind of pick. You gain it. You develop it. You appropriate it. You add it on to what you have. It brings me to where we are going, part of where we are going this morning. In Isaiah 45 verse 3, New Living Translation, and while I was meditating on this slide, I came across this scripture. He says, I will give you treasures hidden in darkness, secret riches. Stop there and think. Why will treasures be hidden? Why will secret, why will riches be in secret? Has it not occurred to you that it is not for everybody? If treasures and riches were for everybody, they wouldn't be in darkness, neither would they be in secret. Which means... For you to access treasure, for you to have riches, you must have insight. Have you seen when people go and look for treasures, they have a map. They have a map. When you're going somewhere that you've never been before, modern day gadget technology gives you Google, which is basically a map. It tells you how to get there. Google in itself is an insight. Because you go to a place you've never been before and it helps you to navigate. Now, while Google is technology, there is a greater Google map that is controlled by God and is the insight of the Almighty. That if you apply... It will take you to treasures that are hidden. And it will take you to... Let me ask you a question. Oranges and gold, which one is more valuable? Where do you find oranges? And then if you are lucky, they will fall. Fruit. When we are kids, you throw a stick at fruit and it falls. Where do you find gold? 
Do you pick gold on the street? It's only when we get to heaven that we are going to see gold on the streets. Here, Oga, you've got to go down. Bible tells us that it's only deep that can call deep. Stop being a simple thing. Stop taking everything on face value. Then when we ask you, you say, that is how God created me. That's a lie from the pit of hell. God did not create you like that. God created you to have insight. Because he said you are going to have a victorious life. And for you to have a victorious life, you must have insight. Say, that's how, I, but since they born me, in fact, you know, those of us in our family, that's how they are. They know us. That's how we are. <laughs> May poverty not kill you. Yes, sir. want to have insight. Insight is not what you have. Insight is what you gain. What you have is oranges. You can have oranges. But when you want gold, you have to go for it. So you gain it. It takes effort. It takes value. The scripture says that when you desire insight more than anything else, then you get it. You even made the man of God get up to talk. <laughs> but it shows you how passionate. Honestly, in my notes, I said, if we do not preach anything else, the whole of this year, done. If you do not pray for anything else and you continue to pray for insight, you are successful. Can you imagine, Pastor K was telling me about before the COVID lockdown, there was one man who was coming home from Dubai and he bought boxes and boxes and boxes of nose mask. When he was buying it, somebody was like, are you stupid? Do you want to start hospital? And that was the last flight from Dubai to Nigeria. He was the one who cleaned out. Strong. Inside. You know, if, 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 if you... If you focus enough, if you apply yourself enough, you will gain insight. Simple experience this morning. I was there. I came in and I sat there. And my phone was there. And something told me that pastor has sent you a message. And I then said, another voice then said to me, no, if he wants to reach you at a time like this, he will call you. And I said, no. And I picked up my phone and I looked. And lo and behold, the man of God had sent me a message. I had to reply him. I said, how uncanny. I said it to you first. I said, just something just told me. Guess what? If you don't... What's the word I like to use? If you are not present, you are not there. To gain insight, you need to be present. You need to be present, not physically. You need to be present in your mind. As a man thinketh, so is he. The poverty we are fighting.
thing has, for many of us, has nothing to do with God anymore because he has released the grace for us to prosper, but we have refused to apply insight. Let me take it a bit further for you this morning. This sermon is focused on how we can gain insight. Godly insight, I will reference a particular event as recorded in the Bible, um, and then we decide which one has, which one of the two contrasting positions had insight. Let me lay a little background to set the stage. Moses and Aaron had selected 12 men to spy out the promised land as they approached it. They had sent what the military call reconnaissance. Reconnaissance. And what is reconnaissance? They went on a reconnaissance mission. The essence of a reconnaissance mission is to gather intelligence. To give insight into the land and how they can take the land. Moses did not send them to go and look at the land because he wants to befriend them. The original mission is because God had told them that they will take the land. So the intent of the insight is always very important. So he said, go and spy the land. And what he expected was that you will come back with strategy and tactics that will take us, that will enable us take the land. The instruction was clear. Are you following me this morning? All right. Let's take it a bit further. Now, follow me to Numbers 13. Let's read 26 to 29. Numbers 13. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron. These were some of the spies and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran and at Kadesh. And they brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Showed them the fruit. Showed them the possibility. Showed them the potential of the land. 28. Quick, multimedia, please help me. 28. Nevertheless, no, are you giving me? Yeah. Nevertheless, the people, this is the report they came back with. The people who are strong, the cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. Sounds like a Calabar word. Give me 29. <laughs> the Amalekites dwelt in the land of the south dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, those are my own people. And the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. 29. Is that 29? But guess what? Guess what? Bible tells us that in verse 30, Caleb quietened the people before Moses and said, let us go up and at once, let us go up at once and take the possession for we are able to what? Overcome it. We are able to overcome it. Give me verse 32. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, the land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, as if they'd been there before. And all the people who we saw there, saw in it, are men of great stature. Give me 30, uh, give me the next verse. They gave the, 
And we saw the giants and the descendants of those people from southeast, uh, south-south, came from giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. So we were in their sight. Now somebody may say to me, that is an insight. But follow me, wait with me for a while. So, we then go to verse, um, chapter 14, verse 1 and 2. Follow me there. So, all the congregations lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. And what did they say? Give me. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, if only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness. All of a sudden, slavery became attractive to them again. People that God had done 10, what do you call them? 10 plagues. And they said they wanted to go back. And they murmured. Whenever you murmur, whenever you rebel, you don't have a good insight. You lack insight. Especially against the word of God. You lack insight. Praise the Lord. But I like verse 6. Verse 6. Verse 6 of this scripture. Give me verse 6. Bible says that Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jehune who were among those who had spied out the land tore their clothes. They were aghast. They, they, can't you? Did, what kind of insight did you have? Did we see the same thing? Did we perceive the same thing? Is it not the same place we went? Did we not see the same people? Did we not see the same city? How come your own interpretation is like this? And they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel saying, the land we pass through to spy is what? Exceedingly good land. Which is what the other guys said. Oh, don't forget that. But give me verse, what they say? If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Give me verse 9. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are what? Our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. insight some people saw fear the others some people saw defeat the others saw victory it takes me back to the scripture in Matthew and Luke when the blind man said to Jesus and Jesus asked the blind man said what do you want me to do he said I want to see my question to you grace assembly what are you seeing this morning what are you seeing? Let me quickly share with you four or five insights of how to unlock insight. By the way, my screen, the title of my message is Unlocking Insights. So we have spoken 
about this insight. Now, let's teach how to unlock it. Because you may think it comes naturally to some of I, in some areas of my life, in fact, many areas of my life, let me admit, stand before you, use myself as an example. I lack insight. Because if I have insight, I shouldn't be where I am. I'm still believing God. That's why I am clinging to this word. I'm clinging to it. I am, I, you know, I'm not letting it go. Even though I have the privilege to preach the word, I also sit, I go back and listen to my own sermon. Definitely, I listen to the sermon of the man of God. Sometimes three times. Because I don't want to miss anything. Maybe some of you have more time. Like he says, some of us are over 60. We don't have that much time. How do you know you don't have that much time? When you go into a place and they say, let Baba pass. Yeah. Who is Baba? And you are looking around and you say, where is the Baba? And you all of a sudden you notice that you are the one. <laughs> a few years, number, some time ago, people look at me and say, this young man. Nobody calls me young man anymore. And then, you know these things. Uh -huh. So we don't have time. I don't have time to make mistakes anymore. The mistakes I make may cost me another five, ten years. I don't have it. And if you are younger than me, don't make the mistake. People like us, we have been the scapegoats. Don't make the mistake. Walk in the right path. The reason why some of us have gone before you is that by experience, is it, don't go to that side. Oh. It's costly. May you not walk the walk of 40 days that will turn to 40 years in the name of Jesus. By this simple thing that these guys did, guess what? That you know, it was supposed to be 40 days, it turned. God, read it. When you get home, read it. God said that because of this thing that you did, first and foremost, only Joshua and Caleb will enter. Two, that day, that journey of 40 days, I'm going to turn it one year. One day will become one year. Go and read it all. So can you imagine if God added one, decided that my journey of 40 days, he now wants to turn it into 40. I'll tell him, Baba Kuku kill me now. Waiting remain. Waiting remain. And those of you who are looking at me and say, don't worry. Before you open your eyes, you'll be 62. You are looking and say, that man is old. Hey, 60 long, long. That's what I said about my mother. Look at you. Just hold on. Sit down there. In twinkling of an eye. <laughs> so, who had the insight? Is it the guys that get the good report or the guys that get the bad report? Why? So we agree that the guys who get the bad report did not even have any insight. Because truthfully, the way we are talking about it, you can't have bad insight. Insight can only be good. If it's godly insight, it can only be what? Good. So five quick ways of how to... One... 
You must engage God constantly. Don't everything engage God. Sir, when this story, when it came, even when I wanted to vote, I went to inquire of the Lord. You know, before I would have voted according to my own proclivity. I said, God, who would you have me vote for? You see the end from the beginning. Forget about all this noise that I'm hearing. Who have you ordained? Bible says, there's a way that seemeth right unto a man. The end of it is destruction. Bible says, you must not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, you must acknowledge him and he will do what? Direct your path. My brother-in-law lives in Atlanta. I visited last year and I spent time with them. When they are going to the shop, just shop, we want to quickly go and buy something. Once you get into the car, they will pray. So I was thinking to myself, ah, is this not too much? Ah, we're just going to the shop. Right? Father, we're just going to the shop. Please guide us to go there. So I, guys, is it not too much? Uh, they said this America that they bring a gun anyhow. <laughs> if you are stepping out of your house, pray. <laughs> if you have this understanding, then you wake up at 6.30 or even before 6.30 on Monday because you have an understanding that you need insight for the week. Bible says that concerning David, and I have no time to read that now, battle of Ziglag, he inquired of the Lord and he said, should I pursue them? And Bible says that you will pursue, you will overtake, and you recover. And there was another battle, the Bible said, God said, don't go. This fight is my fight. So, too many of us are doing too many things and we are not laying them before God. And guess what? You know what God doesn't do? He doesn't tamper with your will. Obe eh? Opinion versus insight. Opinion versus insight. Too many of us, we are doing things and we are not asking God for direction. Your child wants to go to university. You don't ask God. Even in his course of study, you don't ask God. Some of us, even before our children bring home their partner, it's now that we should be praying and determining and saying, God, you know what? Give my son a good wife. God will give you your own wife. You'll be well. The person that God has assigned to you, even before nothing, You start a business. Even the name of the business. Did you submit it to God? Inside. You know what? God said if you ask and you will receive. Seek you will find. Knock I will open for you. You must. For you to have good insight. You must have constant communion with God. Constant communion. Constant communion. Constant communion. Number one. Number two. Insight always aligns with the word of God. 
When you are in doubt about the inside, check it against the word of God. Like I told you in this scripture, God had already given Jericho, the promised land, had already given it to the Israelites. He just said, you know what? I will do my own. You do your own. So Moses, send them. But they did not align with the word of God. If the insight, quote and unquote, that you are getting does not align with the word of God, it cannot be insight. It cannot be insight. It must align with the word of God. So that, that's why he said in Numbers 14, 24, he said, let me put it like this. You must have a different spirit. Give me Numbers 4, uh, 14, 24. He says, but my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit. For you to have insight, you must have a different spirit. Too many of us are flowing with the go. Or we are going with the flow. This is what is raining. And that's where. Remember, Genesis 26 said to Isaac, remain in Gerar. Because in that place, I will prosper you. Why people were jackpying to Egypt? He says, remain here in Gerar. Where he says there was a second famine, different from the first one, a severe famine. He says, but in this land, I will bless you. And Bible tells us that Isaac sowed in that land and reaped up to a hundredfold. Some of us, we are busy filling our form to go to Canada, go to UK, go to America. Is it the voice of God speaking to you? Is it the voice of If it's God, fine. But if not, my brother, my sister, review where you are. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Number three, engage the power of observation. The reason why the blind men wanted to see was so that they can observe. Don't go to a place and you don't see what is going on. Observe. Be conscious of what is around you. Take it in. Number four. Give me Proverbs 7. Proverbs 7. Proverbs 4, I beg your pardon. Proverbs 4, verse 7. Proverbs 4, verse 7. Proverbs 4, verse 7. It says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. But in all you're getting, get understanding. I have a staff who we gave an assignment to. And I saw that he was struggling. He was struggling, really struggling. He just couldn't find his way out of it. So, the, again, in my wisdom spirit, I was getting exasperated with him. But in this retrospecting, uh, retrospecting, in wisdom, God said, spend some time with him. So I went on Friday afternoon. I took him to a cafe with somebody who ordinarily would be his competitor. And I sat him down and I said, talking to you. You know, when he left, he sent me a message. He says, why you? I have to thank God for you. I didn't understand these things. The first thing is that when you are in an environment, have an understanding of that environment that you are in. You cannot give what you do not have. If 
you are in telecommunication. Understand telecommunication. Do you see the way the man of God divides his word? Do you see the slides? The way, you know, you will see a process which a lot of us have taken from him. He's diligent at his work. Too many of us are slothful. Too many of us are You cannot give what you do not have. So, spend time, study to show yourself approved. Don't spend all your time on social media. Read books. So you can gain insight. Do you know, a mentor of mine said to me, Felicia Phillips, he said, innovation is understanding the next need of the customer. Innovation is understanding the next need of the customer. So, Sister Tina, you sell clothes. What is the next need of the customer? If you are bringing out 2022 model in 2023, you lose. You've got to anticipate the next need. But the only thing guess what you must do is that you must understand the industry that you are in. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Understand your subject matter. Understand it. Spend time to study it. Get a mentor. Too, too many of us, we are running free. And many of us, when we have mentors, we are not even servicing the mentors. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Finally, brethren, I'm going to read from 4, Philippians 4.8. 4, Philippians 4.8. Meditate. 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 The power of meditation and analysis. It says, finally, brethren, what things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are of good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praiseworthy if, if, and if there is anything praiseworthy meditate on these things number five meditate 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 I close by reading my scripture please bring back my slide the original slide original slide my slide the title slide the scripture which is underneath the key text is taken from um, Ephesians 1 and that is verse 18 there I believe but allow me to read to your hearing from verse 16 to 19. It says, give me Ephesians 1, 16 to 19, so that we can read together. And I close. It says, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation 
in the knowledge of him. That's my prayer for you this morning as I end. That God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That is insight. He will give you the spirit of wisdom. He will give you the spirit of revelation of the mysteries of the of the treasures in the dark and, and, and the riches that are in secret. He will give you that revelation of him. Go forward, verse 18. Verse 18. That the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the workings of his mighty power people of God as I said before if we don't preach any sermon again his insight is more than enough I beg you I beg you I beg you please Go back to the series. Listen. Something is hidden there. There's a secret that you need to unlock. May the Lord help us to unlock. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I ask you to please stand. I'll give you a moment. Let's just say a word of prayer. You want to ask God. Unlock my insight. 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 Father, we thank you for the opportunity to lift up our voice in sing, in hymns, and in praise. Father, accept them in the name of Jesus. We ask that again, you send down the blessings. You open the floodgates that we will have no room to contain. Concerning every one of us here, I pray the Lord, you will grant us insight in the name of Jesus. Everywhere that there's a mental block, you will remove it in the name of Jesus. Where there's fear, you will replace with boldness in the name of Jesus. Where there's doubt, you will replace with assurance in the mighty name of Jesus. The devil, I speak to you, let my people go. The people of Grace Assembly, you are losing in the name of Jesus. You are losing to prosper in the name of Jesus. You will no longer circle this mountain. It is time for you to go north. New experiences you begin to have. New testimonies you begin to gather. You will not tell stories. You will tell testimonies. In Jesus' mighty name I declare. Amen. Hallelujah. If you've been blessed this morning, I need you to put your hands together for Jesus. If you are glad that you came to church this morning, I need you to celebrate God. Hallelujah. Promise me, touch yourself, I will change. I said, promise me I will change. From now, I am full of insight. 
that we gain insight. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah.